Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast Radio Show, coming to you on this Saturday afternoon with a podcast episode from my man, Tommy Baker. Uh, Tommy sent out a list uh, a while back, um, which I'm stealing, and I'm going to share it with you guys. And uh, I'm going to kind of give you my tweaks and tips along the way. So it's 21 crucial lessons that he wished he had known when starting his own business and growing a platform, which... Uh, Tommy and I are very similar, yet uh, very different. These are mostly tied to uh, business tactics, um, if you guys are building a personal brand, a platform. But in all reality, that's why I say everything is fitness and everything is not fitness for the simple fact of you can take these and you can apply them to your fitness life, uh, I believe your relationships, uh, in terms of how you guys eat, how you take action. And even if you don't um, have a personal brand or you don't do your own business or you're not an entrepreneur or maybe you have some entrepreneurial tendencies or maybe you're looking to change lanes or, or switch gears in terms of your career and what you do for a vocation and work. I think you guys can take these and you can apply them to all the areas of your life. So again, don't feel like, oh, well, I don't run my own business or I'm not trying to build this monster personal brand that you guys can't benefit from a lot of these tips and hacks. That's why I'm sharing them with you. And, and I believe you know, good information can be shared and can be spread across multiple platforms. But at the end of the day, it's you guys taking action. It's not about just us knowing because knowing isn't enough. We actually actually do uh, and put in the work. So I'm going to run down these 21 uh, kind of crucial tips. And a lot of these are mistakes that I made you guys in Italy. Um, I've, I did everything wrong in at least the first business I started and the first uh, coaching program we ran, or the first online protocol, or the first uh, product we put on either you know ClickBank or Infusionsoft or whatever it was, um, the first time we ran uh, group trainings, the first time I worked an expo or an event, um, it took me doing everything completely wrong before I did anything right. And I think if you guys take these and you are trying to start a new business or a side hustle or do something different or just be better at your job and your career or better with your nutrition habits and training habits and eating habits, you guys can use these and it can help kind of success hack your time and you can do things a lot quicker and a lot faster than uh, than I did. So without further delay, let's just jump right into it. Uh, number one, just start. Tweaking your website 19 times means nothing unless you actually get there. And the way I look at it is people, most people in the world are ready, aim, fire. I'm more ready, fire, and then aim. I'd rather just do something, throw it out there, at least up front at first, maybe beta testing it, or um, you don't have to be worried about being so detailed and so crazy at first, because if you guys are worried about it being perfect, it's never going to happen. You're never going to start. You're never going to make progress. That's why a lot of times people are almost like the paralysis by analysis. It's when they have too many choices or too many options, or they want it to be just right, like how people go work out, right? Well, the sun has to be shining. I have to hit every green light. I have to be there at least 15 minutes early. I have to always make sure I get all the mobility and I have to have the perfect matching outfit. I have to have the perfect playlist on iTunes. I have to have the perfect pre-workout mix and I have the perfect post-workout shake and all this horse shit. Sometimes just getting up off your ass and moving is all you guys need to do. It's the same thing for this. Like When I started this, if I can find the, the, the my first website, uh, I'll share it with you guys because it looks nothing like what I'm doing today. My vision for my life in this business and what I was doing at 24 years old is drastically different at 35 years old. 11, 12 years later, um, it looks completely different, but I just started. I just threw some shit out there and I tried it and I added things along the way and I dropped things. So if you guys are willing to at least try and put yourself out there and be willing to fail and not you know, be so embarrassed and think of, you know, failure is the ultimate, you know, worst thing that can happen, it's a learning process and the curve. So again, you guys just start by doing something. Next one, 
Launching is easy. These days, anyone can get started. Can you endure? And I believe that. I've been around for over a decade here with a brick-and-mortar facility. I ate shit for a really long time to get to this point, and I've seen a lot of businesses come and go. And I'm not going to name them specifically, but I've seen a lot of uh, individual boutique gyms that franchise too fast or did multiple locations too fast are completely gone. None, none of them exist. I've seen probably at least 15 different CrossFit boxes just go, disappear, vanishing. That had hundreds of members and are completely gone and they don't exist. Uh, I can give you a million examples like that, you guys. Getting started, to me, obviously for a lot of you, it's a hindrance. But launching a product or a gym or a concept or an idea is really easy. But can you endure? Can you, and the way I, I word is, can you survive? Can you survive long enough when 15 people leave your business in one day? Um, which for you guys who are building stuff at scale, it's going to happen. Um, it still pains me to this day when multiple people you know, bounce or quit or get injured or move or do something in the same day. But it's part of the game. And can you survive those you know, lower points? Can you survive those dry spells? Can you endure them? And if you guys can and you can stay alive and stay afloat long enough, you'll be successful. But that's the toughest part. And I think that's for fitness too. A lot of people can get started. Anybody can pay money and join a transformation program or a challenge or jump into a gym. But can you endure the, you know, after the initial excitement wears off? Can you endure the spells where you're not as motivated, where you're not as driven? Can you just survive? That's the game. Number three, the biggest skill set in entrepreneurship is not marketing or sales. It's emotional intelligence. I believe that. That's a genius, actually, quote from him. I'm going to steal that for something else. Uh, thank you, Tommy. Uh, but I, I do agree. Um, I'm not a great salesperson. Um, I think I market more than anything else. I'm not really trying to sell you guys anything. Uh, and the only things I sell is eat right and move your body and be a nice person. Those are the only three things I ever sell here. Now, I might chop it, slice it, and serve it and put it in a different context or way you can understand it or that looks sexier for you. But all I'm ever selling here is eat right work your ass off, be a good fucking person to yourself, your family, and everybody in this facility and everybody who's connected to our community. And that's what I care about. Um, And I'm not the most IQ intelligent person. I can promise you that in terms of high school graduating class, I was one of the bottom five people. I barely got into college. And and the reason I got in is because I was an athlete. That's just the reality of it. Um, I ended up graduating, you know, cum laude. So I, I did very well in school because I fucking killed myself to do it because I was so afraid of failing. I was so afraid of if I didn't pass these classes, I couldn't play sports. And if I couldn't play sports, I didn't have a scholarship. And if I didn't have a scholarship, my broke ass couldn't go to fucking school. So I didn't have a choice. So IQ-wise, I'm not that smart. But what I can do is I can work my fucking face off in emotional intelligence. That I understand. And maybe because I'm not so IQ intelligent, my emotional intelligence, I believe, is better than most people's. Because I do understand behavior at the most simple, basic, primitive level. I really do. I reverse engineer every feeling and thought I've ever had or I've ever seen with my mom, my dad, my sister, friends and family, people around me, experiences I've had and remember those. And I have some sense of uh, of empathy and I have some sorts of feeling. Like, you know, when you listen to a song and it reminds you of a time or a smell or something, I hold on to those things drastically. And when I see someone doing something and, and that they look happy, but they're really not happy, when they're doing something that should make them, I guess, gain progress, but they're actually regressing. I see those things, and that's an emotional intelligence. So I think for you guys in life in general, if when we hire people here, I've met a lot of people who have great credentials. And on paper, they probably look way better than me. They're a way better coach than me on paper. They have a heavier kinesiology background. They have a heavier movement background. They have certifications that I haven't even taken. They have so much legwork put in, but yet they're not as good at coaching people. 
They don't understand the human and the emotional element to it. They don't know how to handle some people with straight truth, some people with the gloves off, some people with the gloves on. And to me, that's EQ. So to me, EQ wins over IQ seven days a week. Because I don't give a fuck how smart you are and how detail-oriented you are. But if you can't talk to people and be a nice, compassionate, awesome human, you're not going to be successful in running your own business or any business for that matter. Next on my list, it's going to be much harder. Most things won't go as planned, and yet it will be riveting and beautiful too. I think that goes for anybody on a fitness journey, anybody who has kids, anybody who's married, uh, and obviously anybody who runs their own business. It's going to be tough, you guys. I think uh, we sometimes underestimate how hard it is. And now, uh, again, this comes back to emotional intelligence. I don't do that. Uh, when someone presents me with a business idea or an opportunity or something, I always think, how hard, how hard is this shit going to be? And uh, am I willing to die for it? And if the answer is yes, I know it's going to be painful up front, but it is beautiful when you get to the other side and, and how amazing and how positive and how badass you do feel. I think fitness is the same way. There's workouts that I write and programs that we create, and I look at them, and I'm like, shit, dude. Am I really going to go through this and do this? But I know what the outcome's going to be. Even though it's going to be painful, the anxiety of it sometimes is uh, is almost as bad as the uh, the actual going through the workouts and the training. But it is awesome when you come out stronger, leaner, happier, healthier. And I remember when we did... Uh, did the Meta Shred remake with uh, BJ. And I remember like BJ puts the, the first workout up there. And it's for whatever reason, that first leg workout just beat the shit out of me. So if you guys own the program, just know I was dying. And I wanted to quit that very first day. And I train hard a lot. But I don't know if it was the travel with the other stuff. But man, it was like somewhere between doing split squats and like split squat jumps. I'm like, what the fuck? And I remember reading it before he put it up and before we had to go through production. And I'm like, I'm like, did you actually do these workouts? Because like, I almost couldn't believe it how awful it looked. But uh, that experience changed me uh, physically and, and mentally what I am capable of doing, it, it, pushing the, the red line and the limit. So same thing for you guys. If you're going to start a business or get in really great shape or have an amazing marriage or, or try to raise some amazing kids, it's going to be hard as fuck. I can promise you that. And things will not go as planned. Um, but it is worth it if you guys can see it through. Next one. Focus, attention, and energy are much more valuable resources than money. Use them wisely. Uh, and again, I believe that. And I also believe if you guys don't have a lot of money, you have to be focused and you have to be detail-oriented and you have to come with energy and fire every single day. And uh, that was the thing that I had to do, especially early on, because I had no money to outsource anything, so I had to do everything myself. Um, I was a janitor. I was the CPA. Um, I was the attorney, uh, which I have no skills for any of that shit whatsoever. Um, I was obviously the technician. I was the billing department. I was, you know, the complaint department. I basically was everything to all people. I was the marketing. I was the sales. I was the human resources. And it's not fun. So if you guys don't have money starting out, um, you do have time then. And you do have hustle and you can have grit. And you can put on the work and you can learn the skills. And if you're good enough, you can level up and, and ultimately unload some of the things that you're not great at and pay somebody else who is better at them and provide an opportunity for them. That's why we have a cleaning person here. Um, her name is Esmeralda. She's a gangster. Uh, she listens to a lot of Don Omar. If you guys are familiar, Google Don Omar. He's like the he's like that the version of Usher. I mean, he's a, the dude is crushing it. When I go out, I'm like, what, who the fuck is Don Omar? And I pull it up, and I'm like, man, Don Omar is like at 100 million streams. Like, he's crushing Spotify. Anyways, my point is that I'm not good at cleaning. Um... Not that I couldn't learn the skill set, but I don't have a knack for it. I'm lazy with it. I don't want to do it. 
and uh, she's much better at it and it provides you know a life for her a life for her family and we can outsource those things and so you guys will get to that point too and i would tell you your time is the most valuable commodity you have and so one of the best things we ever did at our house is like we get a pool guy to clean our pool now i could do it but for the hundred bucks a month he can come in and clean it you know once a week he can make sure the chemicals right everything's perfect instead of me and my wife arguing fucking it up screaming at each other because we can't figure it out that hundred dollars allows us now if, if it didn't even buy me time right if it didn't buy me any time but it buy me not arguing and complaining to her about how we can't figure it out and causing some rift between us that hundred bucks is worth it so to me you guys we can outsource things outsource them but up front when you don't have the money to do that you have the time to learn the skills and put in the work. So come with the energy and you'll crush it. Number six, on the same note, you guys, you have to be able to delete certain options from your life. Simplifying life is the key to any success that I probably ever had. Um, always looking to be create more space and put yourself in an environment to be successful. Uh, my life is simple. If you guys see me in this video on YouTube right now, I'm rocking a black Lululemon hoodie. A lot of you guys ask, you know, where I got it, I got it from Lulu, now you know. Um, but when I got it, I bought four of them up front. I have five now, actually. I bought four of them because I'm like, I know how it feels, I know how it looks, I put it on, and I go to work. That's it. I throw in a baseball hat because I'm about probably two haircuts away from buzzing the shit off because I'm looking like Bruce Willis day by day by day. Man, it sucks getting old. But <laughs> my point is, is that I simplify things. I simplify all the things in my life, and I create an ecosystem where I can be successful. I create a work schedule here where I work when I want to work. I squeeze people when I want to squeeze them in. I create time for my workouts. I create time for my healthy eating. I create time for the podcast and everything else. So you guys have to be willing to delete the complicated things from your life and really simplify things and streamline them to be as successful as humanly possible. Number seven, you're not one thing away from being successful. The marketing guru won't explode your business. Investing in Facebook ads won't flood your inbox. Everything takes time. And I believe this, you guys, in business and fitness and in life. I don't think you're just one step away from crushing it or making it. If you're having issues and problems, I don't just think it's one thing. And again, I wouldn't put all your eggs in one basket if you're running a business. I wouldn't go just all in on Instagram, just all in on Facebook. Yeah, if something's working, you know, squeeze that shit till it's dry, but diversifying the process like when we do stuff we podcast i send out an email three times a week every single week for 11 years we if you guys want to be in the newsletter hit me up i'm happy to throw you in there we're on facebook we're on twitter we're on linkedin we're on tumblr we have our own site where we're posting content we're on youtube whatever the next crazy thing is we'll be on there as well i think that's for you, for everybody else too, if you're searching for happiness, if you're searching for success, if you're searching for the ultimate body or the ultimate life, it's not just, you know, I'll be happy when I get to this body fat percentage. It's not just, I'll be happy when I get this car. It's not, I'll be happy when I get this salary. I'll be happy when I move into this neighborhood. Because there's a lot of things layered into there. You have to be happy with where you're at and be willing to work and diversify yourself in multiple areas of your life to be successful. That works for business and everything else. And I say it to my wife all the time, you know, whether we live in the house we live in now or we live in one that's another 1,500 square feet bigger and costs another you know, $400,000 on top of what our house is, it's not going to change anything. We'll have a bigger house. You know, we'll have more shit to clean or pick up or to fix. And we might have you know, a little bit different kind of party or style or a little bit more space for our stuff. But will it really change anything? I'll still go to work at the same time. I'll still come home at the same time. My habits won't be any different. So will it really bring me any more happiness? I don't think so. Number eight, real confidence is built by not breaking promises to yourself. Be impeccable with your own word. Again, 
if you're an entrepreneur or you're running your own business, you're going to have to be very self-motivated to be successful because there is no rules to this shit. Nobody's going to do it for you. Nobody made me wake up this morning at 4.30 in the morning and come up in here. You know, I got to sleep in a little bit today. I woke up about 4.37. Maybe my alarm went off and I laid there and just checked Instagram and Facebook and my email. So I guess I was awake. But I didn't really get out of bed till like 4.30 something. Now, nobody made me do that. I could have laid there to the last second and barely skated in here, but I wanted to be prepared. I wanted to get a handful of things done. And again, nobody makes me makes me get up every single day and come in here and, and podcast or return emails. Like, that's a self-motivating thing. It's the same thing with fitness. No one's going to make you guys wake up and go work out. Especially for the people who come in here to our place at 5 and 6 a.m., respect. That's the last fucking thing I want to do is work out at 5 in the morning. But you guys do it because you don't have a choice. Or you have a choice, but it's the only time you can get your workout in. So you know if you're going to be successful and healthy and happy, you guys do it. That's the thing. It's you guys not breaking promises to yourself. You guys winning the internal battle every single day. And it's it's the phrasing of it's an inside job, right? Every success you guys in our life and everything that's right or wrong, um, it's because of us. You know, if we don't have self-confidence because we're hard on ourselves. And we always make the problems way worse in our own head than it is in reality. And I know that. And again, any imperfections you guys have, again, with your body and your life and, you know, your financial situation or the car you drive or, or, you know, how, if you have abs or not, or if you have cellulite or if your hair is, you know, getting thinner, like myself, um, you're going to be more self-conscious about it than anybody else is. And it's just reality. It's just life. We're we're mortal. We're all humans. Um, We're all going to have that shit. But it's you guys not being so hard on yourselves and keeping the promises to yourself to be the best version of you every single day. And so whether you run a business or you want to be fit or you want to be happy, you have to keep your own word, not just to everybody else around you, but more importantly to you. And you have to give a shit about yourself every single day. Next one. If you build it, they will not come. This is not Kevin Costner and Field of Dreams, which is a great movie, by the way. You have to care so much about the people you're serving that you'll do anything to get in their hearts and their minds. And if there's anything that I do really well, that's probably one of them. I would say at most because I I give a shit about this. Again, I wouldn't be podcasting right now, you guys, on a Saturday afternoon when it's 85 degrees here and I could be laying by my pool having fun. Um, I do it because I give a shit about you guys and I think you can benefit from me saying these things because I fucked up a lot in my life. And I think by you hearing me share my story and my take and the amazing people I get a chance to hang out with and associate with now, it's going to help you live a better life. And so I want to get into your brain. I want to get into your heart. I want you to understand that. And I care about you guys uh, and your results. The people who are here, um, whether you guys know it or not, I feel guilty that I can't do all the same stuff I used to be able to do, meaning I can't coach every single group anymore because we have too many people at scale, I have too many responsibilities, and I have too many things that I have to get done on the back end that's really not as fun for me. But in order for us to serve as many people and and work with you guys um, at the level we do, that's what's required of me. So just know if I'm not coaching a group in person, I feel guilty about it. If I don't return a message within you know three four hours i feel guilty about it now obviously that's me being a little bit crazy and ocd but that's just who i am and when i go on vacation i literally feel guilty that i'm not going to be here for the group at 6 a.m on a wednesday i feel guilty i'm not going to be able to see so and so on a tuesday night at 6 p.m because i want to be here for them because i give a shit about them and their results and their happiness and how their workout went and how their day went and i do truly care I pour all of my stuff into them. So if you guys are trying to build a great business, you have to give a fuck about the people you're serving and their results and their happiness more than almost anything else. That's just the truth. And immediately, obviously, we're all going to care at different levels. Um, But I really do. It was recently, 
just in the last year, um, I didn't come in here every single day at five o'clock in the morning. Like on Wednesdays, I don't come in until probably like seven now. Uh, some days even 7.30, which is crazy to me um, that I've worked in this life for 10 years and this is only then I've started to do it because I had a really not a hard time giving people control because Monica's here and she does whatever the fuck she wants uh, because she's amazing and she's earned it. And Jacob here, our young dude, he's great. And uh, for the most part, we, we give him autonomy to kind of control what he wants to control. And it was only recently I did that because I care so much. And, and it's you guys have to be the same way. And I think if you want to be run a great business, uh, build an amazing brand and platform. Uh, you have to really give a shit about the people you're serving to a level that's almost going to probably seem crazy, but that's what it takes, or at least that's been uh, been my experience. Next one. You only need some clarity to get started. Stop waiting around and understand it's created every single day. And that's the point, to, to touch on point number one again. You guys, you don't have to have a, a clear, perfect picture of what it's going to be on day one because it's going to morph. It's going to change. Your priorities are going to change. Your life's going to change. The season's going to change, and things will be different. This business looks vastly different than I thought it would. My goals, my priorities, my life has been refined and changed over and over, at least even in the past five years. The person I was at 30 is not the same person I was at 35. You go through different experiences. You value different things. You have clarity, and I would urge you guys, as you start with a sense of urgency on any journey in life, on the same note, you do it with a sense of patience. You're urgent to get started, you get moving, you get going, and be willing to shift, adapt, and change as you go. And I use the young dude we have here, You know, my, our young kid who works for us, Jacob, he's 24. He has a lot of goals and dreams and visions, and they're awesome and they're amazing, and I hear them, and they're going to change. He has no idea what it's going to be like at 28 because he's 24. You don't know. He has no idea at 28 what 32 is going to be like. Just like myself, at 35, I have no fucking idea what 45 is going to be like. Um, it will be different. Hopefully, I'm an even better person. And I can you know, keep having the same amount of happiness and fun and fulfillment in this life. But the point being is we don't, ever, we don't have to have a five-year plan because it's not going to pan out ideally anyway. I think you should have some goals written down in some direction and some things you want to achieve. But... Be willing to change lanes and understand that it doesn't got to be perfect. You're not going to know exactly where you want to be in 10 years, and I don't think anybody should. We're all just a bunch of fucked up kids who happen to now be adults really just trying to figure this shit out. We're just faking it uh, you know, and playing adult as best we can. I'm no different than when I was 17 other than you know, I have to do mobility before I dunk a basketball now, and uh, you know, my hair doesn't grow as fast as it used to, and uh, you know I have to actually go to sleep at a decent hour, otherwise I wake up and feel like a bag of shit. I remember before I could stay up till midnight, wake up at four, and I'd crush the whole day. Now if I do that, I'm a zombie by noon. So it's like we change, we age, we shift, we become smarter, more mindful, and uh, you got to be willing to roll with the punches and know that uh, your life is going to look different, you know, five years from now than you probably think it is. Next one: Stop waiting to be the best until you have a huge audience. Speak to three people like you'd speak to a thousand. Serve one person if they're the only one there. That's how you get to where you want to be at. And I, this is true for everything. I coach a group of four people here just like I coach a group of 400. I speak to a group of five people just like I speak to a group of 500. There's really no difference. I post the same shit on Instagram I posted when I had 10 people following me as I do when I have 300,000 people following me. It really doesn't change. Now, if I get better, smarter, more educated, I'm going to give you guys that information and that knowledge. But 
I don't think you have to wait and quote unquote until you make it or until you blow up or until you have this audience or this huge platform or this huge following because you're an expert to somebody already. Even for you guys out there, if you're just the healthiest person in your circle, you're an expert to your friends and to your family. You can help them. You can speak life into them. You can talk to them. You can make them a better version of who they are. And that I see so many people like, oh, well, I'll, I'll wait till this. I'll wait. You'll be waiting your whole fucking life, dude. And again, maybe it's just me because I'm humble as fuck and I'm not... I don't feel like I'm, I feel like I'm the same dude I was when I moved here when I had less than 2,000 bucks in my fucking name, or honestly, when I got down to about probably 400 bucks. Um, I treat everybody the same, whether you walk in here and you're worth $30 million or you're worth 30 bucks, it, it doesn't matter, and I'm going to coach you the best of my ability, whether it's three of you here or 300 people of you here, and I think if you approach everything that way and you just try to put out your best shit and give people your best effort 24-7, 365, you'll be successful, whether you work for yourself or another company or just in your personal life with your friends and family. Just be the best version of you everywhere you go. Next one. Waiting around for the right time is fear that is owning you guys. Life won't get less busy, and it won't get easier. And the way I like to phrase it is you guys will never have more time in your life than you do right now. I'll repeat that again. You will never have more time in your life than you do right now because you're going to be older 10 minutes from now than you were. So you have less time because it's it's coming for all of us, uh, whether that be tomorrow or 55 years from now. So get up off your ass, have a sense of urgency, and go get the shit that you want to get done. doesn't got to be perfect. Just get up and move. Next one. Early on, no one's going to care. Listen or tune in. Create content for the person you used to be and celebrate the art of shipping. Uh, this is true. Um, especially for you guys who are who are you know kind of paralyzed in fear of like, I don't know what to post. I don't know what to do. It's going to be crazy. Well, Here's the thing. When you're first starting out in your business, nobody's fucking listening. Nobody gives a shit. You're new to a podcast and seven people are going to hear it. So who cares if you say something wrong or stupid or you fuck up? It's a learning process. You can always go back and revisit and say, hey, man, you know what I told you about food? That was wrong. I have, I have better information now. It was the best I knew at the time, but now I know better, so I'm going to do better. I say this all the time. I, I apologize to anybody who got training from me bought a product from us or a coaching program or something from us in 2010 because I'm sure it was so shitty compared to the stuff I'm doing now. Now, I'm not saying it was bad, but it was the best I knew. It was the best I had on the budget and time and experience and knowledge. And now it's when you get stuff from us. It's all filmed in 4K. It's put together super fancy. We have professional graphics for everything. Infusionsoft delivers it right on time. I can coach it in real time via video. Monica makes it look even better than it really is. Like Sean edits the video. Like we have a whole team that helps make our stuff, you know, run the way it does. So early on, you guys, just throw a ton of shit out there and just keep pumping out stuff, pumping out stuff. And you can always go back and delete it or change it or make it better or do a side-by-side. Say, hey, in, you know, in 2018, I was doing this. And in 2022, I'm this and this. So it's nice to kind of look back on the progression of you. So again, don't be afraid that it's not perfect. Just keep throwing stuff out there. Even if you don't think people are listening or watching or seeing it, they are. And it might only be five or 10 people of your friends, but so what? That's a good place to get started. Hone your craft in front of a small audience so you don't have to fuck up and be embarrassed in front of a bigger audience later on. Next one. Take your six-month target and commit it to 60 days. Urgency and having your back against the wall will make it easy for you to say no to bullshit. Uh, And I believe this. I think having deadlines is great and having aggressive ones is even better. And uh, just be willing to put in the work and do it with a sense of urgency. Give up the 
luxury things you guys are probably doing. And again, I'm not telling you to do it how I did it. There's a lot of you guys who are smarter than me. You're more time efficient. You have the internet. You can hear someone like me talk about it. And, and other people who run you know, bigger, better businesses than mine can tell you about it. But uh, when I first started doing this, I really obviously didn't have a clue you know, what I was doing and how I was going to do it. And so I would give up all the leisure activities. I didn't take a vacation the first probably six years of doing this business other than to like, you know, I go to Minnesota once a year or to Washington with my wife once a year, but I don't leave the country. All these trips you guys see me taking and things I was doing, none of that existed. I, I literally remember maybe like one day on a weekday, like hanging out by the pool and I felt so guilty about it. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do that anymore. I wasted three hours. No, that's crazy talk. I know it's insanity, but if you guys punt leisure activities, punt Netflix, you know, punt, you know, sleeping in, all the things that you're doing right now that are eating away from you getting your goals, do it for 60 days and see how much shit you can really accomplish. It's pretty amazing to do. And again, it doesn't got to be like that for your whole life. Once you earn it and you have a system set up, you can obviously do those things, have escapism, have fun, go to a baseball game, hang out with your homies, do that. But if you give up it for a little bit amount, for a small amount of time, if you can give that up for a very small window, it's going to set you up on a path for success that you, you don't even realize is there yet. And I think sometimes it's us just giving away two or three hours of leisure time to devote to a goal on something we want to accomplish. It can put you you know, a year ahead of schedule, two years ahead of schedule. That's how powerful that stuff can be. Next one, free time isn't freedom. For many people, free time means anxiety, stress, and the worst case scenarios. Structure and routine are real freedom. I'm living proof, dude. Uh, I love my process. I love how I how I work, how I create, how I talk, how I speak, how I write, how I read. Everything I'm doing is part of my process. And so I don't look at it as like, you know, weekday time, weekend time, free time, work time. It's all lifetime. I don't give a shit how you slice it up or how you want to compartmentalize it in your brain. It's all just lifetime, dude. And to me, structuring and scheduling my free time is the key for me to actually enjoying it and having it. So I know I can get all my stuff done and then, okay, I'm going to block off these four hours to hang out with my wife, ride bikes, have a drink, do whatever she wants to do because it's going to fill her cup up and admittedly I probably need it too. Uh, and it's nice. And it's a little shit, you guys. And again, that's why I'm not a huge... Again, I got money to buy a bunch of fancy fucking shit if I need to at this point, but I'm like, it's not going to do anything for me. And at some point, if I want to trade in my car when it actually dies on the side of the road and get something fancier, then maybe I'll do that at that point if I want to because I want to do it, not to impress anybody else. But it's the smallest shit to me that makes me the happiest. Like, what would we do? Like, last Sunday, she's like, I was smoked from the day and what we had going on. And we had went out to dinner, which was super nice, one of our favorite places. And she's like, hey, just chill by the fireplace here for a while. And we're just, like, listening to music and have a fire on in our backyard, which is super nice that she's made that way. And it's like... It's one of the easiest, most simplistic things for me just to escape and chill and relax. But again, we schedule it in. I had all my work done. I had trained for the day. Everything's there so I can actually relax and I'm actually present and I'm not worrying about nine different things when I'm there. And so that's my point is when you guys are somewhere, just be there. If you're at work, be at work. If you're training, train. If you're training, don't check your phone eight fucking times for emails. Just let it go. And if you're home with your wife and your kids and your friends and your family, actually be there. Don't be home drinking seven beers, watching the game. Actually be with those people. And if you're out drinking a beer with your friends, be drinking a beer with your friends. Don't be worrying about your fitness or your whatever's going on here. Just be exactly where you're at when you're there. Be mindful and be present. Number 16, start your day with the most creative and important work. Don't turn your phone on until you're done. Do this and you're ahead of 95% of people. Whatever your process is, you guys, own it and do it. And if it's not, if you find that you're not super successful and you're not super productive and things are holding you back, 
eradicate those fucking things. Delete them. And I do agree with that. Doing the shit that you hate probably, or again, whatever your process is. For a lot of you guys, waking up early and doing the stuff you don't like when you're most motivated is probably the best way to go about it. And uh, if you're a person who gets sucked into the Instagram vortex or Facebook or YouTube, turn that shit off, put your head down, get the work done, and if you want to have escapism later, do that. But don't get bogged down. If you can say, I'm going to return emails, and now you're doing you know Instagram posts, that's obviously counterproductive. So again, get laser focused and find a process that works for you guys. And again, I'm very good. I'm very type A, very singular. I don't do three things at once. I'm not that smart and I'm not that talented. I do one fucking thing at a time and I move on to the next. That works for me. Number 17, you don't need to be on all seven platforms at once. Pick one core place to be found, put yourself into that and be the best you can be there. And so this is Tommy sharing that and I'm on all the platforms, but I'll say this. My demo is my demos in certain places for certain things and I'm on every platform just to exist there but I go hard right now on the ones that bring me the most ROI so obviously right now Instagram is super hot we do really well with you guys communicating there responding to your questions giving you videos talking to you guys Uh, so I go hard on IG right now I've also never gotten off Facebook. We post on Facebook every single day, probably three, four times a day. Same thing with IG. We also load YouTube videos uh, a couple times a week. I'm podcasting with you guys. So for us, like the podcast and IG are the biggest drivers of our business and the, the easiest way for us to talk to you guys. I'm on LinkedIn as well, even though I don't, I mean, I don't know how to fucking use LinkedIn, but we create content for LinkedIn and Twitter and Tumblr. We do, we dabble as well, but I go hard on the platforms that work and I just exist on the other ones and still drip them content every single day. But for you guys, depending on your size of scale and who you are and what you're good at, I would go hard on a couple of platforms and just exist on the other ones, be proficient in them. And for me, trying to own the platform is the key. So I don't own Instagram. So if they tell me tomorrow they think I suck shit, then my stuff won't get seen. That's just, it is what it is. So you can't be completely vulnerable either by just doing being existing on one thing. If the algorithm changes or something shifts, like I did on Facebook, and all of a sudden we used to get you know, 100,000 people to see our stuff in 10 seconds. Now it's like, I'm lucky if I see 2,000 without, you know, doing paid ads. I still think you should be everywhere. And so to me, building an email list and having, you know, people's contact information and touching them and building a relationship with them individually is always going to be the key. That's why I think email um, is always going to be around, hopefully, because I put a lot of time into it and we communicate people with them there. And so that would be my advice to you guys. Next one, make offers. There's a myth that says if you put out enough value, you'll make your dream income. It's not true. You need to make offers, and yes, you have to sell shit, especially in business if you're going to make money. Now, admittedly, I market way more than I sell. I think it provides you guys with a lot of free value on the podcast, on Instagram, on Facebook, on YouTube. We have like 800 videos over there. Instagram, we're there daily. We have 160-some podcast episodes, and we're going to keep pumping them out. And uh, again, if I just did that, would I make money? For sure. But I have to actually sell at some point, like our 34-day to fit transformation, which is starting on Monday. Um, I'll do posts, and I, I typically, you know, I don't sell super hard because I don't want a bunch of people to buy my shit who really don't want to buy it. I don't want to convince you. I don't want to have to pixel and retarget you and get it to you. Now, if that's how it gets in front of your face, for surely I'll do it. But I don't want to convince you to jo- to sign up and walk in Jeremy Scott Fitness and train with me. If you don't want to fucking be here, don't be here. I want you to be fit. I want you to be healthy. I give a shit about your life. But if you don't want to do it, I can't want it more than you can. If you don't want to buy, you know, uh, a program from us and we coach everything we do, if you don't want to buy a 47 day transformation, don't do it. I don't want to have to beg you to change your life. You should give a shit enough about yourself that you want to do it for you. But I'll throw it out there. 
we'll write sales copy, we'll stick it out there. We write things a certain way and say them a certain way that we know you know, might touch a pain point for you guys to, to prompt you to buy it because I know it's going to change your life and make you better if you actually do it. But I don't sell you hard, but you do have to sell. At the end of the day, I can do all this free shit and it's super fun and super cool and it's, it, it, it's awesome for me and for legacy and if my you know, wife hears it, my parents hear it and they think you know, they're proud of me and the person I've become, I do appreciate that. But none of this shit can happen. Again, I can't speak on this, you know, mic that costs hundreds of dollars and talk on this, you know, $2,000 phone and have this recording. All this stuff. I can't do any of this stuff if I don't sell stuff and make money at the end of the day. So, again, we can all want to be great people. But this is a economical world and it's business. So if you guys want to be successful, you're going to have to sell. And if you do it mostly through marketing and providing value, I think that's awesome. But you, always, you do have to ask for a buy at some point. It is a business and this is the world we live in. Number 19, on that note... You have to fall in love with sales. If you believe what you have can change someone's life, it's your duty to get amazing at helping the right person make the right decision. And that's how I do sell. I don't hard sell you guys. I'm not trying to upsell you and downsell you on a bunch of shit. I have multiple offerings that I think can help multiple people at multiple stages of their life depending on what they're going through. That's why we run different programs and have different options for people to be successful. And if I can't help you, I'll point you in a direction of somebody who can but you have to love, you know, knowing that I'm not selling you something so I can be filthy fucking rich and make money. I'm selling you this because I think you can have fun. I think you can move better. You can feel better. And I think you can have a better life outside of this building. And that's what I'm selling people. That's why it's easy for me to ask, hey, this, this is what it costs. This is the price of the program. This is what it costs to be here. This is what it costs to work with us because I know it works. And I know you're going to be better off for it. If I was selling you some horseshit cigarettes, yeah, that's not going to do it. If I'm selling you fucking alcohol, no, that's not going to do it for me. I don't, I don't believe in those things enough to do it, but I believe in what we do here. And so that's why selling is not as hard for me. Um, but again, I'm not going to force anybody to do something. But you do have to get good at selling shit if you want to be an entrepreneur and if you want to make money. It's just uh, it's how you survive. Next one, 20. Most people aren't the right person. Understand this and stop trying to convince them otherwise. I believe this 100% to be true. Um, a lot of people aren't for me and they aren't for my business and they aren't for how I talk and how I speak and how I live. A lot of people don't like swearing. And if you don't like swearing, this is probably not the place for you to be. Now, if you can get past it, I can truly help you. But that's how I talk. It's it's how I it's how I grew up with my, my friends and my circle, the music, the movies I listen to. It's how I express myself. It's how my heart feels when I say something. Like when I'm really jacked and excited, I'm like, this is fucking awesome. Like that, I just, I feel that inside of me and that's what comes out. I don't want to say, man, that's really awesome. Man, that's freaking cool. Like I don't speak like that. I think that's fucking badass, dude. Like you're just a badass human being. When I see a 46-year-old mom come here and crush the assault bike, I'm like, dude, you're a fucking gangster. And that's how I speak. I don't do it to offend anybody. I don't do it to make you guys feel bad, but it's who I am. And so if you can't get past that, then I'm not for you. There's a guy down the street who's going to give you the PC version. He's never going to, you know, say things and word things in a way that's going to offend you. And and if I do, then I'm not for you. And I know that. And again, I can't be for everybody. I can't, you know, am I going to work with professional basketball players in here? No, it's not what we do. We work with the average couch to athlete, the person who wants to look better, move better, and feel better. We can work with young athletes for sure. But the pro level shit, man, go down to Exos. That's for you. And again, I work with the demo I want to work with and the people I know I can help. And you guys have to be the same way in your business. And can't be offended if, hey, man, you know, Jeremy, your style is just not for me. I need to work out for two hours a day. Then don't come here. This is not what I'm selling. This is not what I believe. That's not what I think you need. But if you think you need that, go somewhere else. Well, hey, I know this works for me. I'm going to do this HCG diet. And that's, only what, that's not what we believe in here. 
If you want to eat that way, that's fine. You want to come work out here, cool. But I'm not going to talk to you about that. I'm not going to spit that to you because I don't believe in that. So understand, you're not for everybody. Your personality is, isn't. Your business isn't. Your life isn't. And that's okay. And the minute you understand you're not for everyone, you can focus on the people you really want to work with and you really want to be around. And number 21, passion is overrated. It won't last. Pick one skill to master in the next 12 months and become obsessed with it. Yeah, I go back and forth on this. Uh, I'm a passionate person, and uh, but I will say this. You can be jacked. You can be excited about something for six months, a year, even two years, maybe three years. But for most people, it does die. You do have to have a skill set that does help people and provides value for them and does make them better. And I think if you can work on that, whether that's marketing or selling or actually the craft of actual fitness, having empathy, understanding emotional intelligence some people, I think that's key and it's crucial because even me, you guys, I love this life and I love what I do and I feel very blessed and fortunate and I know, you know, I could have been born in a different country with, you know, no fucking feet and no hands and I could be paralyzed and I could be 19 different things that I'm not. So I'm very humbled to be in this position and this opportunity to have the platform and the reach and be surrounded by the amazing people, you know, both professionally and, you know, as clients that I get to, I, I do really feel like I'm one of the luckiest fucking people on earth. And I've, I've died for it. I've killed myself for it. I understand that. But I still feel lucky uh, above all that. But with that said, there's even days where I'm I'm not as motivated. I'm tired, man. I get exhausted. I get run down. I have shit just like you guys do. I, I think things about myself and my life and the world and whatever it may be. And it creeps into my head too, you know, usually for a few seconds. And I'm like, wake the fuck up, dude. Your life is amazing. And I snap out of it. And so I do have that. But we're all humans. And I think for you guys, if you're, if you're starting something, a fitness journey, a health journey, a relationship, the initial passion, the initial like when you hook up with your husband or wife at first, I'm sure the first like three months you guys are together, it's like, you're fucking all the time you're having sex like you know every day and it's like so exciting it's so amazing because you don't live together and you see each other and it's this crazy thing it's like oh my god i can't believe this is going on this person is so great and i'm not saying 10 years later it's not that but you we take people for granted um habituation sets in we get used to something it becomes routine to us the passion is not the exact same now i love my wife even more now than i used to but it's different how we go through life and how we do things because we're more vulnerable with each other. We talk to each other about different things. We share things we didn't share the first three months of dating. And that's the same thing for fitness. You get excited about a fitness program for 90 days, but can you be excited about a fitness program for nine years? That's the key. You can get excited about a new job for you know 60 days. Can you be excited about that same job six years later? So the point is sharing there is the passion might shift and change, but you'll have a different why. You'll have a different purpose. You'll have a different caring for it. And if you can shift that into something else, into a skill, I think that's the key for you guys. In business and obviously in life, it's just understanding that there's different seasons and there's different phases. And you have to be willing to grow with those and learn with those and, and create a life. And, and if it is a passion thing, just keeping the excitement and keeping the why and keeping the passion at a level that you know keeps your fire rolling every single day. And again, understand, it's not going to be every day. We all get bogged down. We all get tired. We all get run down. But more often than not, you should give a shit and care about what you're doing and have a, a motivation and a desire and a passion to, to get it rocking and uh, relighting that fire inside yourself, whether it be every day, every week, or every month, is going to be key for your guys' long-term success. So hopefully you guys enjoyed that. Again, just 21 crucial lessons of a man, Tommy Baker, kind of spit about you know running your own business, you know creating your own platform, and, and obviously I'm going to tie them into every aspect of life because I think everything's the same. It's all 
that's all black and white, man. Like how I run my business is how I run my life. It's really no different. Now, obviously, I don't. I'm not, you know, doing fucking elevator repair, and I'm not, you know, servicing air conditioners. So it, it's different. I'm not just, you know, it's not just transactional here. It's relationship based. Like obviously, we make money, but I care about the people. I care about the results. I care about what they're doing. And I, I literally run this business like I run my life because they're one and the same. Because I work so fucking much, uh, it, it is my life. It, it really is. And but again, I treat my friends. The same way I treat these guys. Now, I might be able to say more inappropriate things to my friends, but uh, really not, honestly, because these guys are, you know, I view them as my friends. These guys are my family. It's all one and the same to me. And so I think if you guys are going to be successful in life, just, you know, make yourself the best person you can be. And uh, if you apply it to your business, whether it's you run your own business, your own platform, or you work for a company, and you might have certain rules and things you can and can't say, but if you're a good person and you work hard and you're patient and you develop a skill set that can actually help people. I don't care if it's your business, somebody else's business, if it's your training, if it's your nutrition, if it's your career, you're going to be successful in everything you do. And so to me, making myself the best version of me, applying that to my business, applying that to my life and marrying everything together uh, is crucial. And that's why I would never, I never sell out. That's why I'm not going to sell a bunch of shit I don't believe in because I wouldn't do that to my, you know, really close friends and family and I sure as fuck won't do it to the people here. And so I think if you guys approach your life and your business and your career with the utmost integrity and honesty and you're just working hard and you're really trying to help people and you're selling a product or a service that you really believe in, you guys are going to crush it. And regardless of the amount of money you make, if you're happy and fulfilled at the end of the day, um, you know the money is going to come as much as you really need to, to make and take on. So take that for what it is, you guys. Um, hopefully you enjoyed it. I got a ton more stuff like that coming down the pipe for you guys who do run businesses and want to get better at your career and helping people in your vocation. And then obviously all the IG stuff we got. I've actually been doing the, uh, the carnivore diet here for the last... What am I on? Day six? Day six or seven today? Day seven today. Day seven? I think I'm on day seven today of it. I'll share that on the podcast. I'm going to try to make it 14 days so I can give you guys a real um, kind of breakdown and idea of what that looks like. Again, I'm not promoting it. I'm not suggesting you guys do it by any means. I just I only try these protocols so I can talk about them on the podcast and so I can write about them. Just like when I did carb backloading, just when I did like you know the Whole30, just when I did paleo, gluten-free, you name it. Uh, I do things to talk about them for you guys and see how my body feels and reacts to give you, you know, my own take on it. Not that I'm just reading it off, you know, some notes and some studies that I, I went through. So I'll share that later on. But anything else you guys want to hear on the podcast, shoot me a message, send me a DM. I'm happy to record it. And if you're in iTunes right now, stop. Don't be a lazy ass. Drop me a five-star. Leave a review. There's far more of you guys listening than are subscribed and that are also reviewing and selfishly it helps us. So drop a comment if you're on your iPhone, open up the podcast app. If you're on your computer, your MacBook, or your iPad, open up iTunes, type in Jeremy Scott Fitness, five-star, comment it. I truly appreciate you guys, and I hope you have an amazing rest of your Saturday. So until next time, you guys, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, and please... Just keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy because your life is too short not to. I'll talk to you guys soon. Peace.